Come all, it is the special Super Bowl edition of the Big Kids Show. Today, we've got a very special edition of the Big Kids Show covering one of the greatest sports events that exists. That is the NFL Super Bowl 56 LV1, for those counting Roman numerals. The Super Bowl is the final game of the NFL season where one team is crowned the champions of the league and receives the Vince Lombardi Trophy. So representing the NFC, we've got the L.A. Rams, coached by Sean McVay. They posted a 12-5 regular season record. They were the number four seed coming in to the NFC playoffs. And now before I mention the AFC team, which many of you probably already know, we planned on doing this in advance of the Super Bowl, regardless of who was in the big game. But this AFC team is one that myself and Mr. B have been rooting for for our entire lives, mostly to our own detriment. Yeah, baby. And has finally made it to the big game after 31 plus years. And that would be the Cincinnati Bengals. They are led by Zach Taylor. They posted a 10 and 7 record in the regular season. They were also the number four seed in the AFC. So both of these teams will square off in L.A. at the newly built SoFi Stadium on Sunday, February 13th. Gentlemen, let's start off with your gut reaction to the two teams that made it to the big dance. Big Nick, we'll kick kick things off with you. Well, it's been a very exciting playoffs, and I tell you what, the the reaction is simple. Bengals, nobody expected them to be there, right? And even when they got into the playoffs, nobody expected them to be this far. (laughs) And then when they won that week, still nobody expected them to get this far. And so week after week, they just keep winning. And in fact, you know, the, the, the LA Rams, how strange, right? That two years in a row, it's never happened before that a team plays the Super Bowl in the city that they're from, that they play in. And now yeah. that happens two years in a row after That's crazy after this many Super Bowls. So for those of you that are like me and struggle with these Roman numerals, so LVI is uh, 56 here. So yes. we had 54 yeah. years of, of nobody hosting an actual Super Bowl. And here we are back to back. And LA Rams would have been probably one of the top eight teams right at the beginning of the season. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you thought about who was going to be here, Bengals, you thought they were going to have an exciting season with Burrow and, and those great receivers. But uh, here, here we are now. And I was chatting with a buddy who he was trying to put together a little friendly wager, right? Between the two of us. And he's like, who do you like? And I said, I like the Bengals. And he goes, yeah. he goes, come on, dude. Rams giving up four <laughs> at home is a gift is a gift from the the Vegas gods. How can you not like the Rams? And I said, the, nobody's expected the Bengals to win any of yeah. these three games, and they just keep winning. So, What were I, they, seven-point dogs in uh, Kansas City, I think, right? Well, at least big, that's what it started It was a big point at. spread in uh, KC, yes. Sometimes so. a team comes along that just gets on it, and they're they're on it at the right time when you're supposed to be hot. I don't know. At the, at the end of the day, the Rams are probably head-to-toe better team. But there's something hot and spicy and sexy about these Bengals right now. Something's, yes. it, 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 something's cooking in Cincinnati. It's not the delicious chili. Oh, yeah. I, Mr. I B, what's, uh, <laughs> what's your reaction to the teams that uh, that made it to the bowl this year? Well, and obviously, like you said, being, you know, I don't know. I can I, Hundreds of Bengals games I've attended. 
always leaving in disappointment. Um, so <laughs> always, I'm in theme. All, all, literally always. And I mean, the last time they were in the playoffs in 2015, I was at that game and I just, me, my dad, and my brother walking out of this game. I'd never seen my dad so defeated in his entire life. It was just like, <laughs> like such a letdown. And it was just like, God, that hurts. Like, you know, they get there and then they, they screw it up with stupid penalties and stuff. So yeah. to see them not only make the playoffs, which I mean, I was ecstatic. And then when they beat Las Vegas, I was like, all right. Already Christmas is here. That was it. Yeah. You know, and then to knock off the number one seed, Tennessee, that was huge in Tennessee. Then to knock off the two seed, Kansas City, I mean, just their run to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, look at the teams that they beat. And at one point in the season, I mean, they were, I think they were seven and six at one point. Yeah. So, it, which I mean, is crazy because they started off at five and two and then they kind of hit a down streak. And yeah. yeah, well, and look at the, the some of the losses they had, which are I mean, they lost to the Jets, they lost to the Browns twice. No offense, Big Nick. Um, they lost to Chicago. I mean, these are teams that were not good. I mean, the nope. Browns were the Browns are better. I'm sorry, you don't have but, to say no offense because when the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I'm going to be running through the streets reminding people that the Browns <laughs> beat them twice. <laughs> yeah, there, there are fans that are running on that train right now. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they already exist. So, so I, mean, I mean, if you just pull up like the regular season wins and losses, I mean, you just see this roller coaster of win, loss, win, win, loss. I mean, they never won besides the end of the season. They always they never won more than two in a row. Yeah. So it was, it's like yeah, win, loss, win, win, loss, win, win, loss. So it's just like they you get you up and then you're like, oh, you lost to the Jets. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> right. And, and it was the Jets backup quarterback, if you remember. And he had like the actually, I think his jersey is already in the Hall of Fame because it was like the first time a backup quarterback passed for that many yards or something ridiculous for like 400 yards. Yeah, and not it, it was the it was the first time that a, a Jet had done it since like Vinny Testaverde or something. Now, of course, of course, Vinny played for like 30 years, but yeah. Well, and to think of that, you know, that guy, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Was it Mike? Uh, Nobody knows his name. Okay. But for, for, <laughs> for him to light us up for 400 plus and then us locking down uh, Mahomes uh, last week, just yeah. crazy. But Pretty crazy. so you were talking about like the odds. So at the beginning of the season, they, they do like the odds to um, win the Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl. The Bengals were plus 10,000. So just to put it in perspective, there's only been one team that had bigger odds to make it to the Super Bowl, and it was the 99 season uh, Super Bowl 34, the Rams, um, and, oh, they yeah. won, and they won, but literally, you look at these other statistics, if you would have put down 10 bucks, you would have won like a, over $1,000. So, That's crazy. So Big Mark, you should have put that $20 bet down. That's, boom, yeah. there's another guitar, buddy. Boom. Right. Boom. <laughs> boom. Like John Madden. Boom. Yeah. No, it's funny because I did mention to you guys right before the show. I, I almost put down 20 just as like because when the when the odds are that crazy, it's like, what's 20 bucks? Like, I just have a little fun. I, I don't even bet like I've never betted on, on an NFL game. But it was one of those things I legitimately thought at the beginning of the season, like, wow, well, you know, Joe Burrow's coming back. I didn't expect him to go to the Super Bowl at all. But um, but but crazy things happen. I mean, you know, and, and I. I'll kick it to the NFC team for a sec here. I, yeah. I was pretty surprised. To s so the Rams were definitely a favorite, I think, before the season. They they kind of seem a little bit like an all-star team to the extent of, 
you look around what they've got. They've got Aaron Donald, obviously, who is insanely good. Then they picked they picked up Von Miller. Mm-hmm. They've got Stafford that they picked up. They pick up Odell Beckham Jr. and they added him to Cooper Cup and to Robert Woods. Now I, I think Robert Woods went down with an injury early. He did. He did. But um, but they're still insanely talented, right? And they've got the one guy that I still cry at night that the Bengals let go in Andrew Whitworth. And the, <laughs> the fact that that guy's still playing. Here's a crazy irony for you guys. Let's see if you uh, picked up on this previously. So. Andrew Whitworth has never won a Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl. They lost, but there's been rumors that this may be his last year. So it literally may be him or the Bengals getting a Super Bowl ring. And the <laughs> Bengals may be the team that prevents him from getting the ring no offense, after Whitworth. he left. We're coming for you. How crazy is that? No, it, it's very um, crazy. Well, it, 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 Go ahead, Mark. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, and if you look at the rant, like there were so many other teams in the NFC. You've got the Cardinals who got off to an insane start. You've got uh, the Packers. You've got obviously Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. I mean, the Rams lost to quite a few NFC teams early in the year. They lost to the Cardinals by 17. Um, who but else to, did they lose? To their defense, Mark, if you look at their losses, they were every single loss was a playoff team. Yeah, I mean the 49ers I mean, beat them 31 to 10 when they played back in November. Yeah, now, obviously. They, and, yeah, cuz their, out their, their losses were Arizona, Tennessee, San Francisco twice and yep. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then the fact that they beat San Francisco to make it is kind of cool, but no, I mean, if you yep. look at their losses versus ours, they all lost to top-tier teams. We lost to teams that nobody should have lost to and we're and we're, yeah. and we're playing in the same big game so i mean their first game of the season was against the bears they beat them 34 to 14 and then the bears came here and beat us yeah <laughs> right after that you know so um but i think the bengals you could tell early on joe burrow wasn't 100 percent. you could tell he was still literally trying to get his legs underneath him um and i think you know there's been a lot said about chemistry, and I remember when they hired Zach Taylor, I rolled my eyes a lot at the culture and chemistry. It, it sounds like a lot of the cliche stuff you hear with NFL teams, but I think the re- everything you hear from these guys in interviews, and as I followed throughout the season, um, shout out to The Athletic, Paul Daner Jr., and... Um, and Jay Morris and those guys do an insanely good job uh, getting into those types of details. And you could just sense something was different, right? I mean, the team has this chemistry where everybody's pulling for each other. They don't care about their own stats. You know, they're looking to, to win at all costs. I mean, a guy like Tyler Boyd, who is an insanely good receiver, you know, hasn't really done a ton this year. And they asked him about an interview a couple weeks ago. And he's like, we're winning. Like, that's... I'll, yep. I, I know I'll get my day when I do it and mix in the same way. He hasn't had a yep. ton of breakout games. And they're no. both like, it's fine. It's fine. We're winning. You know, yeah, actually looking back, Mixon, I think only had three games where he cleared 100 yards. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, mean, he, I he, think he's up and to. He, fit, he, he, he had, he was like the third or fourth rusher. Yeah. But I mean, you just think of like that dominant stat, like normally 100 yards rushing is what you look for. And I think he, I'm looking at, it's, it was three different games that he cleared 100 yards, and that was it. Yeah, 100 yards running the ball, though. Because rushing, had, yes. Yeah, rushing Correct. yards, because he's he, had a plenty of good games with he's, where he's tacking on 40 to 60 yards receiving. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he had over 300 yards receiving for the season. 
So, I mean, you know, he, he definitely had his moments and, you know, obviously there's to me, this is definitely going to be probably a higher scoring game. We'll get into predictions here in a little bit, you know, probably closer to the end. But I think, you know, statistically, Burrow and Stafford are pretty close. Stafford had, you know, almost 4,900 yards passing. Burrow had 4,600. Uh, Cooper Cup had 1,947 yards receiving. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's insane. Like, that, that guy is so good. And Jamar Chase on the Bengals had 1,455 as a rookie. And, you know, Jamar Chase, if, do you guys mind if I read this? This is the records that Jamar Chase broke <laughs> coming into the season. And I remember him getting drafted, and they asked him about coming to Cincinnati. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to break all those records. And I was kind of like, mm, dude. Easy, bud. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> easy, man. Like, you, there's been some guys before you, Chad Johnson and, you know. A.J. So, Green. Yeah, A.J. Green. So he set the Bengals sing, single-season franchise receiving record. Most yards by an NFL rookie receiver in one season. Most receiving yards in a game by a rookie. Most receiving yards by a rookie in the postseason. And second most TDs by a rookie wide receiver. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Well, and usually it's tied with you kind of hear that talk of in the NFL, receivers don't really get it or it clicks until like yeah. year three. Yep. Because of just learning defenses. So look at Tyler Boyd. The fact that they, whether it was good or bad, they just said, we trust you to be a starter. And we're going to let you play a lot of snaps. I mean, I think that's the thing with yep. most other rookies is they're just like, dude, you're not ready. Like, you don't have the playbook down or whatever, so you're not going to play as many snaps. I mean, he was on the field 98% of the time when the offense was out there. Yeah, well, and especially considering all the drop issues he had in the preseason. Oh, well, I mean, when he made that statement of the ball doesn't have stripes on it. And I'm like, dude, don't <laughs> say that out loud. <laughs> well, I can't remember. Why were you not practicing with that ball for the whole offseason, bud? Yeah. Right. You, well, you and were, he took all last year off. That's he what I mean. He play last season. So <laughs> I, I can't remember what game. I think it was after the second or third game. And I remember Burrow walking into the interview. He sits down. and He's like, so I thought he was dropping everything. Oh, and I was just like, oh, man, like, he just came in and just, Well, because you know. even that the first game he played, he had put up 101 yards. And I yeah. think it might have been after that game when we beat Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, let's talk about the road to the Super Bowl. So the um, the Rams had to go through Arizona, like I said, who had beat them earlier in the year. They beat them 34 to 11, which was a curb stomp because I thought Arizona was, yeah, but was a the, pretty legitimate team. The Cardinals were cold as ice by the time yes, they, they, were, were, it, they were. It was very they were weird. Struggling. Yeah, and I don't true. know. Cause obviously, them being a West Coast team, they don't. I don't. I didn't care as much about them. Like, I, did they have like a lot of injuries that I didn't know about, like offensive and defensive? I mean, do you get that you guys might remember? Not that yeah, I know. Their of head them. coach has a head injury. <laughs> well, because they started off, weren't, weren't they like eight and zero or nine and zero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started yeah. off. I think fast even more, they might even got to ten, ten and one. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, they crazy. just kind of started to fall apart. And then I think Kyler Murray got dinged up a little, and then yeah. some other things happened. But um, yeah, so the, then they went on to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks in the divisional round, thirty to twenty-seven, and yep. the Bucks were down big. I mean, Tom Wanda. Brady had to mount a comeback. Yeah, to they, get they back they, in that they game. They got it close, and yeah. Yeah. So, that and then obviously that almost oh, comeback was amazing, though. Like I yes, thought, oh my was. god, he's going to do it again because he he was. I I think that he was down by maybe what one point or or two points less than what he was down to the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And and one of the commentators is like, hey. If if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going to the locker room at halftime and reminding this team, hey, I've done this shit before. 
Let's yep. roll. Yep. Yeah. And he almost is, did it again. He did. And, and it's kind of crazy because, I mean, with Tom Brady, you do feel like anything's kind of possible. I thought for sure they were going to make – I thought for sure they would make it to the Super Bowl. I, th- I thought they were, they were probably the, the favorite in my mind, um, you know, to make it back just because Brady – but um, that guy's a whole other podcast episode, I think. By <laughs> he's, he's insane. But, uh, you know, and then and then the Rams beat the 49ers, who are a really good team. You know, however you may feel about Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, they got a good defense. They got you know, old Jimmy they got a Big Balls. Game. Jimmy hey, Big Balls. You know, Jimmy Big Balls. I'll tell so, you what. And, um, the, and what was amazing about that, Mark, was it, it, not only are the, the Niners a really good team and a well-coached team and they design their offense really uniquely, but they're a team that's really good against the Rams. They've beat the Rams six times in a row going into that game. Yeah. Like No Twice matter how year, yeah. good the Rams were, the Niners always had their number. So it was it was really neat to see the Rams take them finally and beat them and, and to get to the Super Bowl, but... Going into the championship weekend, I was really looking forward for a possible rematch of Niners Bengals. A lot of people the- talked about that early on. Yep. Like yeah. once once we were close, it's like, hey, this could happen. And I'm my first thought was, I like it, and then I'm like, no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they beat us three times. I can't handle that. Right. For those that don't know, that <laughs> don't those, follow those, the Bengals, those, those signed Jerry Rice. Like, no, Jerry Rice is coming. He's like 60 <laughs> years old. He's going to catch 100 yards on us. Joe Cool. No, wait, that Joe Cool. Joe Montana. The Bengals <laughs> have been back. to the Super Bowl twice before, both times losing to the Niners, never having won a Super Bowl. Yes. I remember sitting in my dad's friend's living room watching that 88 Super Bowl. And that was actually right before um, my dad was kind enough to, for some reason, decide to take me to to uh, season tickets. <laughs> you're, you're, throughout too the li- 90s. you're too little. You don't, you can't take a six year old. Well, in hindsight, it was almost punishment, you know, <laughs> watching the nineties. <laughs> I got to see Klingler, although I could, did get to see some shake and Blake, but uh, yeah, when you go to that many games and you're that age, I mean, I was, I was nine when I first started going and um, you know, you're kind of a fan by default. You can't shake that off. But um, but that's what, that's what we were saying earlier, Mark. Because we yeah. uh, we we were born as Bengals fans. Our both of our fathers said, "Guess what? This is the team we root for in this household." Suffer with me. I need some. Like, to- okay. <laughs> well, and, and kind of a funny story on that is so um, when we moved from Cincinnati to Columbus or Columbus to Cincinnati. So I show up in high school, you know, and I got my Bengals starter jacket. All right, now mind you, this starter is jacket. this this is Cincinnati, right? And this was mid nineties. I got made fun of for wearing a Bengals j- jacket in Cincinnati because of how bad they were. I'm, and I'm in like, where city? And I'm like, wait a second, this is Cincinnati, right? Like, where am I? And they're like, nice jacket, nerd. And I'm like, what? <laughs> which one should I wear? <laughs> I can't tell you how many games I walked through parking lot A and saw tickets underneath windshield wipers of yep. cars that were just literally extras, where somebody was like, "F it." Just somebody take them. I don't oh, yeah. even care. There, there was, there was like, I think what was the season that they only won like two games in the like late nineties. Yeah. Might even, might even been like two thousand. Uh, they actually took it like a, a over the like on top of the stadium picture, like like a flyover, yeah. and there were so few people that I could point out where I was sitting. <laughs> because like we were just sitting there by ourselves. Like I mean, it was literally like I was in an end zone, and there was like I bet there was like. 
it had to have been like six thousand people in the stadium. It's like and I'm like, hey, there's when you're uh, yeah. mowing your yard out front, and you're like, hey, there I am. But see, those are the years like we had to tough it out and go to games where we're like, well, I guess we'll go and guess, we'll, we'll watch Jeff Blake get hammered. And now the the thing that I'm curious about is going to be the run games because I think it's going to be tough for the Bengals to do a whole lot with. I mean, you, like I said, you mentioned Von Miller and um, Aaron you know, Donald Aaron, is a beast. Oh, just a beast. But but the Rams don't really have a dominant run game either. So that's kind of what makes me think this is going to be a little more of a throw fest. And I think the Bengals are going to have to work some some draw games, some outside screen stuff, because I think if they they got to be able to get the ball to mix and he's shown he can do stuff when he catches the ball. Um but, you know, you got Jalen Ramsey on the Rams. I mean, they're a talented squad. It, it, I think it's going to be a good game. I, I will not be surprised if it starts off a little like Kansas City and the Rams take off right when the game starts and it takes the Bengals a little bit of time to kind of adjust because that's kind of been their MO all year, really. You know, I mean, the big kid uh, trip that we took, gentlemen, to the Jacksonville game this oh, year yeah. to go on Thursday night and see the Bengals play Jacksonville. I don't think any any of the three of us thought at halftime they were going to pull that out, right? And actually, now that I think about it, wasn't there a key fourth down stop yep. at the end of halftime for the Jacksonville game, just like Kansas City last week yep. with the Bengals? And yeah. then they made well, the comeback. Yeah, and we say stop, but I mean, I, and look, nobody's paying me a dime to coach their football team, but I thought that was a big mistake on Andy Reid's part going for the touchdown there. Now, I understand because you get the touchdown there, it might be lights out Bengals going going into the halftime. You're talking about the Kansas City game though, right? Yeah, the Kansas City game. And so – Well, both really were mistakes, I think. I'm I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm watching the game and somebody goes, oh, they'll go for it here. And I I, I look, I go, there's five seconds. You're up by 11. Why wouldn't you take the three, be up by 14? You get the ball after half. Um, Exactly. But but he he, he scores. He's a genius and it was an easy decision. So it's one of those things of – I mean, the way that they were moving the ball at that time, when they went for it, I was like, crap, they're going to get it because we had not been able to stop them. And then the the tale of two halves against the Chiefs, the second half, <laughs> they showed like what was, was Mahomes' quarterback rating was like 1.9. Yeah. I mean, Insane. it was something where you're like, there, how did that happen? And we just. Well, I, I think they only got one or two first downs in the second half. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. they fell to pieces. Yeah, and you could you could tell Mahomes was stretching, and it was eerily familiar to the Week 17 game. I was at that game, and the yeah. the atmosphere at halftime was, oh boy, this is going to be a long you know long oh, yeah. game. And then the second half started, and they turned it around. You know, well, and that's always been the, my frustration with the Bengals was the halftime adjustments that the really good teams make. You know, like uh, you could use the Patriots for example, where you're losing or something's not working. Halftime, we're doing something different. I always, for years, felt like the Bengals didn't do that. Yeah. They just would come in and be like, no, we're going to do the same thing. Like, you're losing. It's not Had working. Drink a Gatorade yeah. and went back and, out. <laughs> and look at the, the Chiefs game <laughs> in the playoffs. It was like night and day. Like, uh, yeah. even I, my favorite stat was when the Kansas City had the ball, like their last uh, four, five offensive plays, Mahomes, his five dropbacks were sack, sack, incomplete pass. Incomplete pass interception. Yeah, that's called defense bringing the thunder when you need to. I mean, that's that just huge. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, I, I think the key for the game for the Rams is going to be that 
So in, when the Bengals played Tennessee, obviously Burrow got sacked nine times. Yeah. That's not good, but he didn't turn it over, right? So I think well, if the I, Rams can can force turnovers as a part of the pressure, because you got Jalen Ramsey, it's probably going to be on Jamar Chase, right? That guy's a pretty good. Pretty I would good imagine corner. they're they're going to put him on him just to keep him out of the. Yeah. So I think if they can turn pressure into turnovers, that's where they're going to, you know, be able to to take advantage. Especially if they can get off to a fast start, you know, I think the Bengals they're going to have to move Burrow out of pocket some because I just don't see a world where either of the Bengals' right guards are saying they're going to rotate Adeniji and um, and Jackson Carmen again, which is crazy to be rotating your offensive lineman in the Super Bowl. But that's where the Bengals are, and I don't uh, think either of those guys could block. Aaron Donald. No, they'll they'll have to double team him. And if we look at like you said, the Titans game where he was sacked nine times, I might think this Rams defensive line is better than the Titans. Yeah. If yeah. not, they're very close. So the concern is, I mean, nine times isn't that the statistics? The first quarterback to get sacked nine times and win a playoff game ever. Yep. I mean that yeah. nine sacks is like that's game changing. How, how do you even like or how are you even in the game if you've been sacked nine times? Well, and, Burrow went down holding his knee in that Tennessee game, and yeah. I literally went, "Oh my goodness!" Are you oh, kidding I me? know. Like, he, I thought he was done. He yeah. hurt his other knee because it, it was his right done. knee that he was holding. Yeah. And, it, and it, somebody said something the other day that I completely forgot about. Did you guys remember he even had the dislocated pinky? And they asked him about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, still there. I, I, I won't be fixed until – like, he's been playing so good, I forgot that he even injured his mm-hmm. pinky. Like, yeah. that's how insane no, Joe because Because it, it kind of – it happened. And then the next week, I remember everyone talking about it. And then, like, we won that game. And so it just kind of disappeared. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, the, if you remember in the game, you could even see him. He was like, ah, yeah. like shaking his hand. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. this sh- shows you the toughness of Joe Burrow. That's what I, I think yeah. I love is – a little bit of cockiness, but I mean, he's getting sacked. He's messed up his fingers. He's on the ground. I mean, even when he doesn't get sacked, he's getting shoved and still making <laughs> plays like a boss. After that Tennessee game, they interviewed uh, DJ Reader, who insanely good signing. He got hurt last year, but he's been a force in the middle for the Bengals. And um, out of nowhere, he kind of he's like, Joe's so tough, man. He's like one of the toughest guys in the league. Like he's just like I love that guy. He gets hit, he gets back up. He doesn't complain. He just gets in, gets back up, and does his job. You know, and I think he's earned the respect of a lot of guys. You know, and I've heard comparisons uh, this week. You know, people talking about Stafford not being able to do what Burrow's done in in Cincinnati. I think that's a maybe a little unfair. I, yeah, I don't know if Stafford with the has, Lions for forever. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Lions have quite the, the team that the Bengals do. I mean, the Bengals are still young. They still have a long way to go. I thought they were a year or two early. But, you know, outside of Megatron and Detroit, I, I don't really know if there was a ton in Detroit to write home about. Yeah. Well, so. Detroit never had a running back like Joe Mixon. And yeah, the whole too. time that Stafford was there. Now, he had some good, legit receivers, and and I, I believe one or two even came from the Bengals at some point. Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, he had some talent with him there in, in Detroit, but uh, no, this this, Bengals, <laughs> this Bengals team is fun, and they're interesting, and, and the, the defense wasn't supposed to be good, and I don't know that I'm, I'm ready to call them good, but they, they have certainly come up big in big spots. They've been right? clutch. Yeah, when, when they need to be and that to me, I think maybe that is the definition of a good defense, right? When your yeah. back's against the wall, when it's all on the line, they've come up in a in a really big way and in, in a tough spot, in a big spot. 
Yeah, when it's when it's time to make a play, um, the kind of the bend but don't break defense. Um, but for to me, where I think the game is going to really fall in is can our offensive line give Joe Burrow enough time to make the plays? I mean, again, yeah. using the Titans game as kind of like a litmus test or whatever is, I mean, the fact that he was sacked so many times and under pressure. I mean, they have to roll them out. They're going to have to do some different stuff because the. I think if we're comparing offenses and defense, the Rams' defense is legit. Our defense is probably not as good as theirs. And our offense is probably equal to theirs because, again, they have all those same weapons. Like their receiving weapons are awesome. I mean, yeah. they, they did lose uh, Henderson Jr., their initial starting running back. So isn't it Sony Michelle, I think, is their starting running back now. But you look at their number two receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., that's a concern. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that guy still got it in the tank. Um, and then even the – what's the, the the number three guys? Uh, Van Jefferson, Van I think. Jefferson, yeah. And, and, he's, he, and he, he is he's tough and he's, and he's quick too. And you know what? I think that if, if there were a team that from top to bottom th- – that's really interesting too to see where the NFL's at. If you want to talk about top to bottom – uh, top four receivers on your team. Both these teams are loaded at receiver. Right. Loaded at when when yeah. when Tyler Boyd's your number three, you've done something really well. When Van Jefferson's your number three, or or would be your number four based off of injury, that yeah. Van Jefferson kid is going to be something special one day. Yeah, I think he's, he's I think he's got it the 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 talent the physical talent. I think he's got it between the ears too. I've seen a lot of smart football played by that kid, and I really like him now. I'm not as scared of of Aaron Darnold as, as you guys might be, but uh, not because he's not great. I, he's arguably one of the best defensive players in the entire National Football League. What I would do, and I, I don't know that the Bengals will have the capability to do this, I would study the hell out of the film that the Niners put together against the Rams because exactly. that's the one team that's able to slow him down. You can't stop. You can't stop AD, but you you can quiet him at times. And and Burrow, Burrow's been around long enough that I think I saw something in him that I thought was really unique during the middle of that Titans game. At some point, the light switch just flipped, and he thought, you know what, you, you could see it on his face. He just decided, like, all right, so what? I'm going to have to get sacked. I'm probably yeah. going to have to get sacked a lot today, and I'm going to have to stand in here and take these hits and throw the yeah. ball. And sometimes I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to tuck it at the last second and go down. And we're just gonna, we're gonna keep throwing and we're gonna win. And one thing that I think has been overlooked by a lot of people, maybe not the the good people of Cincinnati, but that Evan McPherson, their kicker, I think has been a, a, a really big difference maker for them uh, all point. season long, and especially in the playoffs. I think that the Bengals have the better kicker. I think it might come down to that. Why wouldn't it go to overtime? We've seen so many great overtime games this. This season, it would be only Nick, fitting would, for the Bengals what? to beat the Rams in a big spot in overtime. Oh, <laughs> why would Sunday. you? Why would you draft a kicker in the fifth round, though? Because Nick? you're I freaking smart. I've, I've been I've been leaving voicemails for Andrew Barry up at Browns headquarters in Brio, Ohio, <laughs> telling them draft a kicker, draft a kicker. I think they got a really good one up up there in Michigan. That shitty blue team from up north. Uh, the problem I, is that seen guy, I like going that like kid. the second round, and they're still bust. It's it's such a fifth round is, is very appropriate. That's, very that's appropriate. the smartest room right there. Now, oh, I didn't get to who I was scared of on the Rams for this matchup. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. That's yeah. who I'm scared of for the Bengals. Yeah. 
What what I yeah, hope what I hope happens is because you you have to good. I'm not a fan of him, and also if you guys remember a couple years ago, AJ Green tried to Crap. choke him out. <laughs> You're not a fan uh, of Ramsey. Oh, no, I love yeah, neither am I. I think I think he is one of a handful of players in the league that's not a quarterback that you put him on your team and you transform your team with one. So that, what one what I what I hope happens is that his co- his his cockiness messes him up because if they put him on chase you got this veteran guy that's i mean think of the number of top receivers he's guarded and he's going to be like i got i'm gonna i'll lock this kid down and then chase breaks one on him and then he's then he's flustered is what i hope i hope happens Or, or they move chase around so much he can't stay with them because again if you shut down chase t higgins shut down t higgins boyd's there I just, I'm very disappointed though that it uh, looks like Uzoma may not be back because of his knee. I, yeah. I mean, he's I, I, so underrated. He's, he's so under so the radar underrated. for most seasons. Uzoma's, and he's a, if you watch like the videos, like behind the scenes and stuff, he's such a leader too. And I know he'll be there on the sideline. He catches that's everything. That they don't throw everything. to him a ton, but if they throw it to him four times, he catches four. If they throw it to him he five, got, he catches five. I can only the, remember the like a couple game. catch, a couple uh, drops he actually had. It's the only thing I can remember over the whole season was like two. Yeah, the Jacksonville game that we talked about, Yuzama was the one that willed them into field goal range. And I can't tell you how many times he's caught it this year and gotten an extra five, eight, ten yards after catching it where there's a dude or two in front of him and he just goes through them or he puts a little move on. That's what tight ends should do, in my opinion. Like, dude, there's a reason why you weigh 260. Run through that guy. Don't run around him. Go through him. Absolutely. And, and one thing, uh, so I'm really glad you brought up Evan McPherson. One of the thing that um, I haven't heard a whole lot talked about yet, but I have to think is going to be a big topic is Zach Taylor comes from the Sean McVay coaching tree. Oh yeah. And the offense comes from Sean McVay. A lot of what the Bengals run is a lot of what the St. Louis Rams run. So there's going to be a lot of things that e- a, the Bengals know that St. Louis likes to do based on Zach Taylor being there, or there's going to be familiarity, familiarity the other way, you know, where Sean McVay is going to recognize things that the Bengals oh, yeah. are doing. But well, they both those, like to go five wide, right? And, I mean, they both like to stretch it out. So, And those guys, I mean, I'm sure are still very close friends. They probably talk oh, yeah. all the time. So it's got to be a little weird to be like, that's like, all right, Mark, uh, I'll see you in the Super Bowl. You're my best friend. But it, for the next, uh, you know, couple hours i'm going Don't to kill to you me. yeah i'm going to kill you and i'm going to kill everyone that you know but afterwards let's hang out and have a beer hey, let's yeah, have a drink. If, actually if maybe you, not right after maybe give me a week yeah <laughs> depending you, on who wins if you, <laughs> end up, if you end up losing the biggest game of your life don't you want to lose it to somebody that you care for and respect probably for, that's you know not a bad that's not a bad point yeah, you don't but, want to lose to some Jim Harbaugh a-hole. Absolutely. <laughs> well, gents, let's get into some predictions here. Let's uh, let's throw down what we got prediction for winner, and let's throw down prediction for score. We're gonna we're gonna take it to score, and maybe in a future episode here, we'll uh, we'll rub it in each other's face if uh, one of, of us nails it. So, Ooh, Mr. B, you want to kick us off? Oh, here? I would love to. So. Based off just how both teams are playing, and I mean, even if you look at both of the teams' last two wins, they were always within three points. So I think it's going to be a close game. I, so I'm going to go with 24-21, Bengals win, 
And I think it's going to happen in uh, regular regular time, not overtime. I think okay. good, we'll good pull it off. And I mean, how does McPherson not pull off a win again? The dude's – how many field goals in uh, postseason? Is it 11? 12. It tw- 12, 12. 12 in a row? I mean, 12 dude, 12. as a rookie kicker, I mean – and I don't know if I told you guys story. So we were actually able to get my pops a McPherson jersey. Nice. Like you, you can't buy those in Cincinnati. Like that's like tr- <laughs> like it's gold right now. And we were able to that's get awesome. him one. And of course, that's the whole reason why they beat the Chiefs is because we got my pops a McPherson Absolutely. jersey. So well, here's the last question for you then. So is that field goal by the Bengals? Are they going to kick a field goal at the end to win it? Or are they going to be up by 24 or up by a few already? I, I think it'll be a field goal kick at the end. I okay. think I All think right. it's going to be another one of those like nail it. biters where I probably will have a mild stroke um, and then I'll scream. <laughs> I'll and, a pacemaker. Yeah. yeah. But they, it's keep it AED on, yeah, on exactly. hand. Yes. I mean, they're, they're like, Apple Watch. If, just like if you think years ago, they used they used to call them the cardiac cats because yep. the Bengals kept winning these nail biters. I think it's going to be a close one. I think you know it's going to be a very exciting game. I you know I'm super excited about it. I ah, yeah, just got me fired up. So 24, 24, 21 Cincinnati. I'll jump in here. 24-21. Okay, yep. I'll jump in here. I think we should be having a wager on this. And by the way, Mr. B, remember, Ooh, I still owe you a lunch with two oh, beers yeah. for Ooh, a yeah. uh, football wager that we have. We'll wager $12 on this. We'll, we'll all wager $12, and then I want to double up on that lunch <laughs> and two beers to two lunches, four beers. Well, I, everybody, already knows, everybody already knows who I'm picking because I couldn't contain my excitement earlier. But uh, going to be full and drunk if when, that when it comes to. Uh, <laughs> When it comes to score, I think it's going to be a tight one. I, I think it's uh, going to be uh, probably an overtime game. It would fit this season. The way that this season has played it out, it would fit the Bengals' M.O. for the past, mm-hmm. I don't know how many weeks. And I'll tell you what, his name is not Evan McPherson. His name is Evan McFearless, baby, because I think what happens is he walks out Nick there. Shooter. Shooter. 52 yarder right down the damn Ooh, middle to win the game. 27 24. Bengals. Nice. Oh, you're even calling the yardage. All right, so, 50, how, wow. how far did you say? 52 yarder 52 down yard, the middle. 52 yard <laughs> kick to win. By All Evan right. McFearless, baby. I'll like tell you it. what. And uh, before we get to Mark's score here, I do want to mention something before I forget. Best touchdown dance of the year just happens to go to one Mr. Joseph Mixon. Did you see, I think it was week 11 when they were when they were playing the Steelers, and he does a one-yard touchdown run, and he does the doo-wop Dance the temptations. Where, yeah, the te- he, <laughs> the he's temptations. holding the football like a microphone, yes. and he's singing into the football, and he's dancing, and the whole offensive line are dancing behind him Everybody, in unison. I oh, forgot beautiful. about that. Good memory. That, is the, that was the best touchdown dance that I've seen all year, and I tell you what, beautiful. kudos to you, NFL. NFL needs to to really back down on this taunting, how crazy yeah. the taunting oh got at the early Yeah, early I, I agree. Here's what I want from the NFL. I I want my <laughs> pro football to look a little bit like college football mixed with the WWE. So I'm so glad <laughs> that they brought back the touchdown celebrations because scoring a freaking touchdown in the NFL is really incredibly hard to do. And when you score that touchdown, you should be able to dance like there ain't no tomorrow. 
Let's just have the ref say if they like your dance at the end of the touchdown, you get one extra point. <laughs> no, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, I like that's not bad. <laughs> Dancing with the stars, literally. No, that's uh that's some good predictions, gentlemen. It's funny, we all three have different predictions, but the same prediction. So I also have it as a close game. The Rams and the Bengals both averaged on offense 27.1 points per game this year. Yep. Okay. Defensively, the Rams gave up 21.9 points and the Bengals gave up uh, 22.1. Wow, that's close. close (laughs) Is that? So here's my prediction. I think it's just going to be a few other additional field goals by Mr. Shuda. Shuda. And I'm going with a Bengals win as well 30 to 27. At the gun with a 47-yard field goal at the gun to win it for the Bengals. And I'm calling it a comeback victory because I just get the feeling that the Rams are going to come out strong. I think it's going to look a lot like last week. Right. I'm hoping it's not as bad as last week in the beginning, but I just got a feeling. I think the Rams are going to come out. They're going to be in their home stadium. They're insanely talented. I I hate to say this as a Bengals fan. And like I said, the Bengals are here a year or two before I ever thought they'd make it. I think the Rams probably on paper are a more talented team, but I I've doubted the Bengals a little bit this whole year, this whole playoff of, Oh man, it'd be nice. But you know, and I think I'm done. I can't doubt. I can't have that doubt. They just continue to pull through. They continue to pull through and who wants to bet against number nine at this point. I sure don't. Joe Shiesty. Speaking of uh, your boy Shooter, Shooter from Happy Gilmore actually put a video out, shout out to Evan McPherson because everybody's been calling him Shooter. Hey, and they, they're, they're keeping his career relevant. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was awesome. Well, so but, um, uh, LeBron James is tweeting to Joe Burrow. It's getting crazy. Well, Peter. and, and I show, all these guys' careers are just elevated because it's one thing to do great, win, but Super Bowl, that's the one game where, A, they overanalyze the hell out of every single player on the team. Right. So everyone's getting national media attention. Every player. I mean, if you're a starter, you're talked about. And then on top of that, you know, I mean, Joe Burrow now will be a household name. Stafford, household name. I mean, all these players, because the Super Bowl is so huge, it just forces people to be like, I never even, I didn't, Cincinnati has a football team, didn't even know it. (laughs) Well, and hey, and thanks a lot, America, for catching on because Joe Burrow could have been a household name. When he won the national title in college, he could have been a household name when he was the number one draft pick overall. Well, he, he probably was household name when he broke his. What did he do? Tore his ACL, broke his knee, or something? I don't oh, know what happened. Tore, he tore both of them, I think. Yeah, yeah they, think they basically removed ACL, his legs. PCO, that PCO. Game. <laughs> uh, but and and here's where the other point where he could have become a household name, and I thought for sure it would happen then. When I saw the YouTube video of him smoking the cigar and and doing the the Uzi Gat gun thing dance oh, in the locker yeah. room, oh that that was yeah. the most impressive off the field dance of. And the I year. think he did. The Bengals have become you know, and obviously this is sounding pretty jaded because we got a couple Bengals fans on here, but I've noticed through the national media, the, the same people that have put him down all year. They've become the darlings a little bit, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of Fair it is weather analysts. They're a pretty likable <laughs> team, man. There's there's no Vontez Perfect or anybody uh, Pac-Man Jones that's like an unlikable well, character. That's what you I know think what one, I mean. One, yeah, one of the things tied with that is I think we were one of the least penalized teams in the NFL. Yeah. So that's a huge statistic. Um, 
The defense is just pure blue collar. Like it's just a bunch of dudes that just grind it out. You know what I mean? There's not like superstars on that defense. It's just a bunch of dudes well, that are opportunistic. Trey Hendrickson is pretty superstar in my opinion. But this year, but even coming in, people are like, oh, they drafted a second rate replacement for Carl Lawson. And then he turned out to be an absolute stud. So, well, they got him from know. the Saints. Well, and True. you you, you <laughs> reference, uh, you know, the 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 media darling is the Bengals. But I was going to say, how fitting! I love I love these storylines, how they just naturally and organically pop up in the NFL. And what a great storyline to have! You know, L.A. the the playing at home at SoFi LA. Stadium. I mean, that what a, what a great atmosphere to play a, a super bowl that that's that place was built to host a super bowl so you have yep. basically you have the the home team who is you know kind of kind of very hollywood right the, a lot of big names a lot of veteran players that have been big names for a long time they've pieced together this team by pulling these guys from different uh organizations and such and they've built this basically this all-star team and now who are they facing? Who's coming into our house? It's Sleeper. A, it's America's darling. America's really got behind oh, this Bengals I, team because this is this is all a bunch of young bucks that are just playing their tails off, and people will fall in love with that shit. Whose house? No. Ron's no. house. And, and I think <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think if you like took a poll, more people are probably pulling for the Bengals than the Rams. Well, and if you looked at the, the I stopped taking polls a long time ago. The stats for the <laughs> that's good. The stats for the Chiefs. I mean, I think people were a little sick of seeing the Chiefs in the uh, the Super Bowl as oh, well, yeah. and they're not really an unlikable team. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say so. You know, the, big, the biggest likes Pat Mahomes. I mean, the, yeah. he's fine. The, Everybody. Loves well, him. but it's one thing. It's like all right, keep seeing the same five guys in the thing. Like let's switch it up. So mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah, kind of cool. It's switched up. But one thing I would like to see. What did Joe Burrow do to the increase in cigar sales? Right? Oh, man. Because it started with the championship college win, and he busted out that cigar. And then now, like each playoff win, they show players. Even there's a picture of Jamar Chase's father and Joe Burrow's father after the yeah. Chiefs win. But they have a cigar. Like, have cigar sales went up like 30%? And, and yeah. I'm talking about like high-end cigars. So Joe Burrow's like, hey, uh, I want some Monte Cristos delivered to my house tonight. He's like how the, many how many people are smoking cigars? Like there's some people, you know. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's but, not like a common it, thing. Maybe and, now there's a cigar shortage because the Bengals are winning. <laughs> Joe Joe Burrow is like the 2022 Joe Camel. He's got all of America smoking again. He's got the children smoking in the streets, bumming cigarettes. I smoke them if you got them. I, I saw a five year old with a Burrow jersey on smoking a cigar in my backyard. I had to spray hey, him with baby, a hose. Get back, get, get back inside. What are you doing, baby? That's a non filter. Get out of here. Hey, so before we wrap up here, life ahead of you. I wanted to mention something that I. I found odd. I was looking. I w- so when I knew that we were going to talk about this and and the topic for the other show that we're going to be doing here soon is that uh, it, it it caused a lot of Google frenzy over here Ooh. at the Big Nick House where I was just I was looking things up, hunting information, and one thing that I wanted to see I was trying to remember you know as far back as I could the order of the halftime show entertainment and i wanted to see when it switched from because back in the day it was marching bands and at some point oh, yeah. it switched to like these big uh national acts and stuff and 
very, very oddly, I found, you know, this year's lineup is Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Killer Lamar. Very cool lineup. Very. Uh, so that's that's super exciting. Put on by Pepsi, who I just, uh, they've put on the uh, halftime show for I'm a, a while. I'm a Coke man. And, and I've said here on the Big Kids show plenty of times, I'm Pepsi Say guy. that's too loud. Pepsi guy. Um, I love Coke. <laughs> he loves Coke. Here, You know what's Cola. odd? Pepsi bottled in Columbus, Coke bottled in Cincinnati. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe <laughs> there it maybe is. It's bottled with like maybe they put the Columbus water, that river water. They're putting those Pepsi. <laughs> I love that river water. But uh, mm. so when I looked it up, oddly enough, they had the 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 song list, the set list of of what this year's performers are going oh, to play. Oh, really? You want me to drop it on you? Oh, please drop do. It. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I, I don't know, know if this is them. accurate. I do not know if this hey, is accurate. We we trust the big kid research team, so you know we'll go with it. This is the list that I found, the set list for our upcoming Super Bowl. Usually, nice. I figured they gave us the set list afterwards, right? It's yeah, it's supposed surprise. to be kind of a surprise. Yeah. Well, I don't know that they're advertising this. I don't know how I found this on the dark web. To be honest well, with you, I, I went. Oh, you mean the dark? The, the dark web. The, well, yeah, what, the, what if it's to release to parents because? If it's a little racy and kids are watching, because I mean it is Eminem and Snoop Dogg. In case Dog we have and, a wardrobe malfunction, yeah, like I'm beginning to well, feel because I mean Eminem right. is a little, little, little racy. But all right, go ahead. It's uh, it looks like it looks to be maybe ten songs long. So uh, it, probably they'll do a medley style. Would yeah, be it'll be medley. Yeah. They only have like ten minutes to do them. So yeah. So. Here we go. Hold on to your butts, everybody. Pucker uh, up. <laughs> st- st- starting it uh, off at the top. Still Dre. Gin and Juice. For- forgot about Ooh. Dre. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> the next episode. Oh, that's Mark's okay. jam. Yep. The real Chicka Chicka Slim Shady. Yep. Lose yourself. So it's all Eminem song. Humble. <laughs> what was the last one? Humble. Which I don't know that. One. I don't know Kendrick Lamar probably. Okay, yeah. Uh, all all the stars. Is that, Mar- that, is that Mary J. Blige? I don't maybe. Know. Yeah, maybe. Family Affair. That's probably the old school. One, Hang on, right? are you leaking something that's going to put us on a list? <laughs> hey, I hope so. I all my life I've wanted to be on a list. I want to be on that list. <laughs> you nothing, want me on that wall? You need me on that thing. wall. <laughs> nothing but a G thang. Sorry about that. Yep, I mispronounced nice. it. And I wonder if they'll bring out a car on hydraulics when they do it. They have to. Oh, How amazing yes, would that please. be? If they, they've got it in the. Advertising. I'm going sh- to shut the game off and. Just <laughs> If you're watching it in my house, don't do that. If they don't have a bouncing car, like right, it needs to be. It needs to be a, a, what a '64 Apollo. Yep, and, and that baby needs to be up and down, hitting bloop, switches bloop, up and down. Bloop. And I'll tell you what: if they don't, if you don't do that for me, I will dump out every can of Pepsi that I have in my house. Easy Pepsi. All right, we'll have a twelve pack of Coke. Come on, what's the final song here, boys? Take a guess. Oh, God. Uh, see, I don't. That's a good question because is it one they're going to try to include everyone? Uh, I don't know. It hit me, Mark. Do you want to take? I a said shot? rap god, but uh, probably not. 
California love. California oh, love. And then do they bring out do they bring out a like hologram of Tupac? Ooh, Tupac hologram would be if That'd you be cool. don't if you don't bring out a hologram of Tupac, I will dump out every can of Pepsi in you my You will house. turn the TV off again. I, 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 I bet they I, I bet they hologram Tupac and then because yeah, I I I've read the statistics. Every year whoever's in the Super Bowl for the halftime show, their album sales just spike. Yeah, uh, in terms of listens and views, because young people are like, "Who's well, this Eminem? Who's this Eminem kid?" And then they, everyone downloads it on Spotify. And uh, well, Tupac's well, been dropping records for decades now. Yeah, he, he's not dead. He's living in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, dude, Big Nick, I appreciate you getting us on that oh, list. Yeah. Big kids, you just got the inside and California love. Actually, being in California would make so perfect much. sense. Oh, that, they're going to blow the roof off of that, with that Yeah, it's going to going to be great. So, well, and so we'll have to all take an eyeball when they finally pan the stadium to see how many orange and black jerseys we see. Because, yeah, even though it's a home field advantage, I mean, anyone 50, that's fifty. I think it's going to be closer to that because there's a lot of Bengals fans that say, hey, I told myself if they ever make it, I'm going. Even though if anyone's looked at prices, they are ridiculous. Cheapest I I saw was six grand. Yeah. And that's for one ticket. And that's the upper, upper nosebleeds. $6,000. And then that doesn't include flight, hotel, food. I mean, if you went went with two people, you're you're probably spending $16,000. No problem. Easy. Easy. I mean that's I mean that's a small vehicle. That's a Harley, buddy. That's <laughs> that that's like a that's five a that's five yeah. guitars for Mark. Kia. So I, I'm excited. It sounds like you guys are excited. I, I hope I We're hope we all, all get to watch it together, but we'll see what happens. Well, gentlemen, this has been awesome. I love talking football with you guys. All you big kids out there, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you stuck with us to the end, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, leave us a comment, hit us up, let us know if you got any thoughts on what uh, what your prediction is for the Super Bowl, how you're watching it. Make sure you enjoy it. Everybody out there, be safe. We are the big kids. We'll check you guys next time. Love.